The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand, featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now. Transparency, a phrase meant to point out openness and accountability, an ethic that assures people that things are operating in a way that is easy for others to see what actions are performed. As of late, transparency has been missing in all areas of the government from Guam, the other U.S. territories, and across all parts of the federal government. Transparency in government is the topic of this edition of That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DiMatato. You are listening to That's It, That's All. I am Sean Gumatautau, the host of the podcast. That's It, That's All is brought to you by our friends at Get LLC. They are a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm that serves public and private sector organizations in the Western Pacific. Do you need help with writing a safety plan? Do you need marketing advice? Find out the answers to these questions and so much more from Get LLC. You can find them on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. Check out their website for more information. Hello to those listeners in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands. That's it. That's all being listened to in 28 countries. Very nice. Also, greetings to those of you checking out the podcast in Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey. The listenership continues to grow with each and every episode to include those now listening in Big Rock, Illinois. Can't forget the listeners across my island home, especially those in the north in Dedido. Half a day to you all. Thanks for having That's It, That's All along with you. As you go from one end of Paradise Guam to the other, remember to download the podcast for your next workout, road trip, or as you sit down in front of your desktop or your laptop computers. Thank you to our friends at redcircle.com in pushing out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. That's It, That's All can also be found on the iHeartRadio app and on Pandora. The podcast is proud to be a part of the KUAM Podcast Network, an awesome collection of on-demand audio shows originating in Micronesia from your number one broadcast news and digital source of information in Guam and Micronesia. Like, subscribe, or follow us right now on your favorite podcast app. This can be a complex issue to discuss and process, so I will try to break it down a bit from my perspective. Simply put, transparency is an attribute of culture revealed through the behavior of a person. To this podcaster, transparency is a quality of being readily understood. Transparency is often characterized by visibility or accessibility of information, especially concerning business practices. We expect such across all industries. Transparency is how values are embodied and demonstrated on a day-to-day basis by organizations from the top to the bottom. 
In a September 2019 article by Joylene Lampton in Strategic Finance, a publication of the Institute of Management Accountants, Lampton points out that when we talk about transparency, most people immediately think about disclosing salaries and the company's expenditures and financial results. That may be a part of the conversation, but transparency is more holistic and encompasses why the organization's leaders make the decisions they make. Lampton wrote, quote, Transparency is essential to an ethical climate in organizations and should be evident in communications, practices, policies, meetings, and other interactions. Making cultural changes requires conscious effort and deliberate actions to overcome the previous opaque culture. Close quote. Dr. Carolyn Ball of the University of Southern Maine penned an article in the fall 2009 edition of Public Integrity entitled, What is Transparency? It's a great read. Ball noted the definition of transparency reveals three metaphors or figures of speech in which a word is applied to an object or action to which it is not literally applicable, an implied comparison, if you will. Ball wrote that transparency is a public value or norm of behavior to counter corruption. Transparency is open government and organizations. Finally, transparency is one of complexity and relates particularly to policy and program analysis. According to Ball, quote, transparency metaphors convey a way that organizations and nations are expected to conduct their day-to-day activities. Policy analysts and politicians are expected to create transparency as a norm and as a means to evaluate programs and actions. Close quote. It is clear that transparency is a fundamental part of democracy and necessary for any government to be accountable to its people. When I started in broadcast journalism back in 1991, the newsroom of KGET-TV in Bakersfield, California, helped shape my early understanding of transparency. Just years out of high school, the importance of it was not really front and center in my view of the world. I remember back then, led by then-news director Jack Bowe, there was always lively debate between him and the staff on the importance of pointing out the actions of community leaders when they are less than forthcoming on issues facing the average tax-paying citizen. Bo, who died in 2021, was a longtime news leader at seven stations in the United States, an Emmy Award winner, a military man, if I recall. I was always engaged listening to Jack and the reporters at the time. The talks made so much sense. The discussion would matter a lot to me as a young aspiring journalist and a college student then. Those talks at the old studios on I Street in Bakersfield were never far from my mind then and have remained a part of me with each passing day since. Transparency in journalism is that guide for seeking the truth. For a profession that has evolved, openness and seeking the truth continues to thrive. Though opinions would vary, I would believe, I will admit that there have been some instances of adverse impacts from social media and political ideologies 
that have eroded the objectivity of the newsroom here at home and abroad as of late. Today, as an adjunct instructor at the University of Guam, I try to share as much of my newsroom engagements with my communication students. This is important in 2023, seeking the truth. I will say it again, that transparency is a fundamental part of democracy and necessary for any government to be accountable to its people. Why shouldn't government be open to us? When I accepted an appointment in 2003, I would carry that to a new job and second career into the executive branch of the government of Guam. This idea of transparency has not been a new idea in public policymaking here. It all started in 1975. Guam's open government law, introduced by then-speaker and future Guam Governor Joe Atta, started with this in the legislative intent, quote, the legislature declares it is the policy of this territory that the formation of public policy and decisions is public and shall not be conducted in secret. The people of Guam do not yield their individual rights to the public agencies which serve them. The people, in delegating authority, do not give their public servants the right to decide what is good for the people to know and what is not good for them to know. The people insist on remaining informed so that they may retain control over the instruments they have created. Close quote. The law was signed by then Guam Governor Ricky Berdaglio. 24 years later, 1999, the year with the help of Guam journalists, crafted and implemented the Sunshine Reform Act, an update to the Local Freedom of Information Act passed in 1986. Inspection of documents, electronic records, disclosures, postings. The two statutes guide transparency in Guam and have for nearly 25 years. There can be no argument of what transparency means for this community. It is fair to say that there have been fits and starts with keeping government open to all here. Websites are not always updated. Documents remain tough to get as staff are not trained or advised on the importance of the two laws. Policy across all three branches of government, not always taken as seriously as we all would want. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. The St. Thomas Source reported on February 22, 2023, that concerns over a perceived lack of transparency within government came to the forefront in a February USVI Legislature Committee hearing on budget and appropriation, as senators there peppered members of Governor Albert Bryan's financial team with questions about the availability of public website data and the transfer of $200 million in federal funds from a local bank account to a J.P. Morgan Chase investment account without the legislature being notified. Over the course of the nearly eight-hour hearing, lawmakers in the USVI were critical 
of the government's lack of availability of data on both general department and agency websites, along with the government's transparency website, which has remained down since October 2022. The Solomon Times reported on March 14, 2023, that officials and practitioners from the public and private sectors from seven Pacific Island countries, the Cook Islands, Fiji, Nauru, Samoa, the Solomon Islands, Tonga, and Vanuatu, engaged in holistic policy and practical discussions to contribute to combating corruption, stemming illicit financial flows, and preventing tax evasion. The Solomon Island publication noted that the two-day workshop, with the participation of experts from the Asia-Pacific Group on Money Laundering and the Australian Transaction Reports and Analysis Center, coordinated by the UN Development Program, discussed beneficial ownership transparency as one of the critical elements in addressing corruption, enabling effective taxation, and promoting responsible business in the island nations. Beneficial ownership transparency means that the ultimate owners of an entity, like a trust or a foundation, are disclosed through a central public registry. The U.S. District Court of Puerto Rico granted a request to strike down a Puerto Rico law that made it a crime to knowingly raise a false alarm about public emergencies. In a ruling by U.S. District Court Judge Pedro Delgado Hernandez in Rodriguez Cotto v. Pierluisi, Delgado Hernandez ruled that Article 5.14 under Puerto Rico law violated the First Amendment. The American Civil Liberties Union, who supported journalist Rafaeli Gonzalez Cotto in the litigation, noted the law created a danger of partisan abuse or selective enforcement, enabling the government to suppress or chill speech that contradicts its official narrative. In response to the ruling, Gonzalez Cotto said, quote, No journalist in Puerto Rico should allow undue government interference to restrict the right to freedom of speech that is enshrined in both the federal and Puerto Rican constitutions, much less when a state of emergency is declared and in place. False information can be fought only with true information, not with threats of imprisonment and large fines under the criminal law. As journalists, our sole duty is to inform the public. Let this case serve as a reminder that we must be vigilant in defending the freedom of the press from any attempt to obstruct the public's access to information. Close quote. In Guam, KYM News reported on March 27, 2023, that Guam Governor Lou Leon Guerrero vetoed a measure that would have called for more transparency into a billion-dollar medical campus project in Mingilao. The governor vetoed the measure, saying it's part of an attempt by opponents to obstruct construction at the controversial Eagles Field property. The override by the Guam legislature was not successful. As mentioned in a recent episode of this podcast, the transparency on this particular process from both the governor of Guam and the commander of Joint Region Marianas was lacking. Now, days after the controversial veto override failure, Guam Attorney General Doug Moylan opined that parts of the agreement for the new central hospital was illegal, and he did not sign off on that document. It took days and full disclosure from the Guam AG to bring the issue more clarity. That is the disappointing part of this matter and points to a much greater concern. 
Just Google the words transparency and Guam. I was stunned to see Bula references, headline titles from all across of Guam's media and the like. Where was the transparency in hospital complex lease deal? Transparency raised in GMHA trustee confirmation hearing. The public needs transparency. 292 mil left in ARP funds. Latest report still lacks transparency, Senator says. What is that? With so many references, 112 million results. Wow. It is safe to surmise that there's just not enough action on this issue in Guam. I did similar searches across all the U.S. territories. Didn't get as many hits. There are plenty, though. Does this mean that these areas do not care too much about the transparency in how their public services are managed? Well, that's far from it. There are people in those island territories that care deeply about their communities. Maybe they are not airing it out on the World Wide Web. Technology can help or hurt. With that said, I want to share just one take on this issue that really caught my eye recently. A significant perspective on this issue of transparency. Senior fellow of the Brookings Institute, Anne Florini, wrote in a September 2002 article in the International Journal on World Peace, starting with this, quote, Information is the lifeblood of both democracies and markets. Close quote. Florini continued that the key to good governance is to make governments and markets transparent, and that as the world becomes more tightly integrated, Florini says that a compelling need is arising to ensure that people in one part of the world have access to information about what is going on elsewhere so they can have a voice in faraway matters that now affect them directly. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. When people see the work going on behind the scenes, they value the service more. My time as a journalist had me only think or ask questions of what I was seeing from that fourth branch of government perspective, asking questions that the public had the right to know, giving people a glimpse of what was it that made government and industry tick. Little did I know, my view of transparency would be flipped on its head working in the executive branch of the government of Guam and later the judicial branch of Guam. What I found was not unique, but more insightful. What I found is that people make government work. Seeing the people do their jobs on the daily made me appreciate with each day their role in serving our island communities. Whether it was the cop on the street, a teacher in the classroom, or that nurse at a clinic, each of these and their fellow co-workers had a role and a specific job to do in support of the citizenry. 
Take those same three individuals and place them in a city, county, state, or even some other U.S. territory, and their impacts would not be any different. These folks are important to how our collective societies do what they need to to operate. My time in government service made me appreciate the people, both local and federal government employees, and the work that they do to support me and other residents on the daily remains inspiring. When transparency makes us engaged, it can move us forward. It is the reading. It is the seeing. It is the knowing more about how things work. It is this knowledge that we take in. The knowledge exchange is just as important, especially with others in government or outside of it. In my travels, I've had the privilege to work with some great people. There are very few, and I mean a few who I would say on this podcast that were not very great at all. To the few, they had a view that the public should serve them, an exception for sure. But more often, there is a majority that serve and continue to serve our people. This transparency or ethos to serve has to be shared. The next generation of either public servants or our young people who are trying to understand the world around them. As a parent of five kids, I feel my start to inspire is with them. My kids and their perspectives help in that all-important effort to move us all forward. Probably why over my career, I've always seemed to enjoy working with young people both here and abroad. The engagement in our government or in industry is just as important. Being honest, being clear in our convictions, being grounded in doing the right thing for others. In today's rat race that remains life, we all must do our part to be engaged, be courageous, and be that example that moves our island and greater society forward. This podcast is my way of being transparent with the people of the region, to be able to share a unique perspective and to bring about thought that I hope will help more of the world understand what is happening in this part of the world here in Micronesia from my single voice here in Guam as a part of the great Pacific Ocean. Whether behind the scenes, I am engaged. I hope that listening does that with you. I wish for you to do the same with your experiences and time. Let me know what you think. My socials at Sean Gumatautau are on Twitter and Facebook. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you all soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatata. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatata. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening. The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe 
and listen now.